Hello. <laughs> hey Rajnay. Uh, thank you so much for joining me um, on the Light Point podcast. Um, oh my gosh. I'm so, you, your smile literally just makes me happy. <laughs> Uh, of course of course but yeah let us dive right in welcome everyone to the podcast it's lovely to have you watching or listening to us today we're just gonna open up with prayer and then we'll begin okay Hey, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, O oh God, for bringing us here together to have this conversation. Thank you, Lord, for the idea and the inspiration behind this podcast. Thank you, Lord, for the value and the um, significance of our stories. I pray, O oh God, that even as we um, just chat and, and have a conversation um, this evening that you would be with us, that the Holy Spirit would even move in the dialogue, that um, we would just learn something new, that whoever is listening or watching on the other side um, will, will, will hear something that brings about life and light and revelation and um, just your goodness of God. And yeah, we pray that we would um, just continue to uh, trust you even as we um, engage in being more like you in terms of vulnerability and um, openness to what you are going to do in us and through us. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Cool, 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 cool. So uh, welcome again. We are just going to start off. And what I want to do is um, <clears throat> the usual something light. And so I have a, <laughs> a we're not really strangers card here. And actually, I've been asking everyone the same question because some of them questions is too deep. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just stick with the same question. And it's good. We'll see what different people <laughs> have to say okay. about it. So the question I want to start off with for you, and I can answer it too um although i already have answered it in another podcast so <laughs> we'll just we'll just let you have this one so the question okay. is what title would you give this chapter in your life wow that's a beautiful question hmm. what chapter would i call this chapter in my life uh, and it's only one word it could be whatever it's just what what title so it can be title. one word or a sentence or whatever trusting god through the transition mm, tell me more yes. so <laughs> tell that me is more. the title for right now um yeah so the more it's because of the many transitions that have kind of happened in my life um yeah. suddenly you yeah. know i think going from undergrad and graduating um to moving back home from Austin to Dallas. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just moving with my family initially and then serving in ministry. And then mm -hmm. from there, getting a job. Mm -hmm. And then from the job, moving and getting my own place. And then conferences. It's just been so many different things that have happened in this year. Yes. You know what I mean? And yes. I'm very grateful because... It's certain things that God has spoken. He He already told me in advance, certain things are going to transpire. Certain things are going to happen. And these are certain things that you should begin to expect. Mm. But it's completely different when... <laughs> <laughs> 
when things begin to start playing out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's definitely just a transition from um, a young girl to, I guess, a woman, mm-hmm. you know? And I think God mm-hmm. has definitely been with me throughout this transition, you know? But more so mm-hmm. just evolving, even spiritually. So certain things yeah. that I used to be comfortable with, it's like I'm not comfortable with anymore. Certain boundaries, it's... It's just so many seeds God is implementing, so many things God is pouring in, so many things he's taking out, you know, and yes, maybe like a year or so ago, two years ago, I'm like, okay, not that everything is done, but you know, it's it's just certain seasons that you have where God is always constantly changing. But this season, I would definitely just have to say trust in God throughout the transition. So trust in God throughout the transitions. You previewed a lot there for us, right? So thank (laughs) you for setting that up for me so that I can like dive deeper because we're going to get into all of that. Um, But that is beautiful. This idea of trusting God through the transitions, because like, in a sense, like our lives are one series of transitions after another, right? There's sometimes of like stability, but we're always kind of moving (laughs) or like, um, yeah, we're never just completely um, still in a sense. Um, and, And sometimes there are those places where God puts the brakes on everything. But like, even that, like the story is still going, like time is still ticking. And so there's still transition happening. And so it's really important to trust God in that. Right. So, and it's funny because it makes me think of, um, you know, you're talking about just that still season, that resting season. Yeah. It kind of happened maybe during COVID when Mm. everything kind of took a a standstill for a second. You know what I mean? And I know Mm. this was for a lot of people where, you know, jobs kind of stopped, you know, children, they kind of stopped going to school for a minute, you know, college at the halt for a second. But I'm talking about even when they allow COVID to kind of, it just happened, you know, it was a lot of things that it was just a wrestling season. But I know for me personally, during that time, it's like I was sent back home to Dallas, you know, Um, and like I mentioned before, just going to school in Austin, but I was sent back home and God just started ministering to me more and more. And at this this point, I wasn't doing too much physically. I wasn't doing too much, you know, spiritually, too much moving, Mm -hmm. but God was definitely still pouring in. So, Yeah. yeah. I basically God should be moving even during our (laughs) God is, I'm on it. Yes, even when it seems like we're stuck in a place or we're um, halted or paused yeah. in a place like God is outside of time and space. And so he's still working things out. Right. For our good. Yeah. That's so good. Mm, we're going to get into that more. Um, <laughs> what I want to do is have you just like introduce yourself to the people. Right. um, But how I want you to do that is I'm going to ask you uh, just a simple question of who are you, right? And then you're going to answer um, three times with just an I am statement. And it can be one word at the end of I am or a couple words, a sentence, right? But like um, when I ask you, Hey, Rajnay, <laughs> who are you? You're going to say, I am, I am, I am. And then we'll go from there. All right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Feel free to share as much or as little as you want. But I find that this gets some really interesting responses. So, um, <laughs> Rajnay, okay. who are you? I am the founder of Her Story, His Truth. Mm. Who are you? I am the vice president of Youth Providence. 
Mm. Who are you? I am a grad student getting my master's in divinity at SMU Parkin School of Theology. You better say that. (laughs) (laughs) That's my classmate, (laughs) y'all. I love it. I love it. Oh, this is good. So there's where to begin. There's so much. So you talked about you being the founder of um, Her Truth, His Story. Can you tell us more about what that organization is and why that is so central to um, how you see yourself and how you identify and walk through the world that it was the first thing you shared um, when I asked you who you are? Of course. Um, So when it comes to just um, the ministry that God has Mm -hmm. just allowed me to to serve in, which is her story, his truth. I truly believe it's a platform. It's a place where, you know, women, not just me, um, are given the opportunity to share their story. They're given the opportunity to share just the personal experiences that they've encountered with God and just the different ways in which God has transformed their life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how did the organization come about or like what was, what did it look like um, to, to found it and to get the inspiration um for it and like was it was it something that connected to like a need that you had or just something that God placed on your heart for other people yeah Mm -hmm. so it's crazy because her story his truth has evolved even Mm -hmm. within the span of this year Um, initially it was called her testimony um Mm -hmm. and then by the end of the year the holy spirit was like your website is going to change your blog Mm -hmm. website name is going to change because i'm going to Mm -hmm. give you a new name Mm -hmm. um but just going back to the origination and how everything started it actually started years ago um Mm -hmm. when i was younger and it was just basically from everything I kind of experienced when I was younger, Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of like the turmoil or the personal experiences I had encountered as a young girl. um, Certain things started to kind of like make me silent. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of came a transition in a point in time in which God had spoke to me and he told me, he was like, you know, your story is very imperative. He was like, your story is going to be shared with many young women. And he was Mm -hmm. like, you're going to, I'm going to give you a platform to speak. Mm -hmm. And at the time I'm like, Jesus is not much to really talk about, you know, Mm. you know, when God calls you to something, you don't necessarily see the weight of what Christ is talking about. I know for me personally, he initially spoke the vision when he initially spoke about the blog, when he initially spoke about the platform and the things that he was going to do in my life, I was taken aback for a second because I didn't Mm. think I was worth, um, that type of, I didn't, I didn't think I was worth it. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. I didn't think Mm -hmm. I was, I had the voice. I didn't think I had the experience, the knowledge, um, the gifts that Mm -hmm. his people needed, but God began to show me that even in the midst of my brokenness, I think those are the times when God can use you the most because it's like, it's not necessarily you that people are seeing, you know, yeah. it's the spirit of God and the ways in which he's moving in your life that people begin to see because people can relate to transparency. Mm-hmm. And that's what her story in her story, his truth stands for. It's a place where yeah. people can be transparent. I yeah. can be transparent. I am being real about the ways in which God went into the depths, not just the surface, but he went into the roots of my heart mm-hmm. and my core, you know, to deliver me. Yeah. So that was the origination of it. Um, 
just from being in that silent place and God calling me um, to a space where he was letting me know, I'm going to call you to speak. And yeah. that's what kind of birthed out the blog. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And I can, oh, that just resonates with me so deeply, especially when you talk about that place of silence. Like, I think that is a familiar place um, that I found myself in at one point as well. And it's so interesting how when life and circumstances and things that we've um, believed about ourselves, about our value, about our worth, when they begin to silence us and God um, wants to do a work of deliverance. It's so interesting how he does that by empowering us to then speak, right? To use Mm -hmm. our words to to share our story, but also as this creative tool, right? To um, break that silence and begin to empower us to walk in a sense as, as image bearers, right? Like our creator spoke the word and life and, and the world came into existence. Right. And so if we are in a position where, just life and experience and things um, suppress and deny our God-given dominion and authority and identity to be able to use language, to use words, to speak about God, to speak about our own experiences. It's so interesting how God will elevate that voice that he placed inside of us to begin to help us, help us say a word that can help someone else that can help create new realities for someone else but at the same time we're speaking that word it's setting us free right to walk in the authority of like who he actually created us to be and so um that is so powerful to me and so i i know you know where my silence came from for for me it, it had to do with shame and um insecurity just about who I was if you know you feel comfortable sharing as much as you feel comfortable sharing because you know, let, let us mind your business a little bit right um what where did that silencing come from for you what was it that that went on that that made you feel like you had to be quiet or had to be silent and then part two of that question is oftentimes I, I find it so interesting to talk to people about how they hear the voice of God, yeah. even in a place that may not seem so holy or spiritual or like God can just speak and interrupt what whatever place that we're in in a certain moment, right? Mm-hmm. He's that good and powerful. So when you say you heard the voice of God told, tell you, right, that you had a story that was meant to be shared with the world and it was going to have impact on people, what was that like? Like, what did you hear? What did you experience? <laughs> and so, yeah, what did you go through? And like, what, how did the voice of God interrupt that to bring you where you are today? Yeah, CG, these are bomb questions. I'm going to just... <laughs> Right now. <laughs> um, it's getting to the depths and the core you know what I mean yes, just yes. but I think where it came from I do not mind being transparent at all you know I, mm. I genuinely believe that we're here to share our story you know what I mean yeah. and I would not be here um sharing it if God had not led me you know what I mean if God had not yes. led you so thank you mm. um but just the experience of um rejection mm. I when I was younger um I grew up in a, it was, it was a two parent household. Um, and 
I was the oldest, you know, out of four siblings and stuff like that. And I had a father that had stepped in, but mm-hmm. it was at some point in my life where I came to the realization that I actually had a a biological father, you know what I mean? And I think in the midst of that, I was in middle school and I started going through so much with realizing the simple fact that my biological father did not want me. And I think in the midst of those moments, having to deal with that emotional and that mental turmoil, I think it turned into so much more, even though I never verbalized it in that moment because I was young, I didn't know how to put into words, you know, he didn't want me, but as I got older and older, I think through my actions, through the ways I was, you know, interacting in relationships and the ways I was interacting in friendships, but more so in the ways in which it was hard for me to reach my purpose. It was hard for me to see who God had actually called me to be. It's like God actually allowed me to take a step back and to take a look at what, what was the root of everything mm-hmm. that was preventing me from getting close to God. Yeah. So the ways in which I was able to hear God's voice is God actually speaks to me um, audibly. Um, And I also, you know, visions and dreams and stuff that God kind of, you know, ministers to me through. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm trying to remember exactly because God, he speaks to me through several different intricate points. But Mm -hmm. the point at which he started speaking to me about her story was actually my freshman year. So right Mm -hmm. when I got sent off to college, God Mm -hmm. started downloading. Um, Mm -hmm. You are this, you are that, you are this, you are that. Mm -hmm. I've called you to do this. I've called you to do that. And I'm talking about God was kind of reading me reading me like you mentioned yeah. a little bit that you reading me and I'm like Jesus hold on now <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about but okay yeah. <laughs> because I I would definitely have to say um we, you hear this a lot but God doesn't necessarily just speak to where you are. God is speaking mm-hmm. to who he's made you to be overall mm-hmm. in general. So whether yeah. you have physically, mentally, and emotionally reached that point, yes. God is speaking to that person because I'm speaking to your spirit. Come forth, come out. This is who you are. This is who I call for you to be. Yes. So although I was in that space where I could not perceive what God was saying, he knew eventually her spirit is going to catch up. Eventually mm. she's going to perceive the words that I'm speaking and she has no other choice but to elevate so yeah god spoke to me in that moment specifically and i was like okay god yeah yeah but it definitely wasn't until the point of brokenness until Mm. i began to genuinely heed his words Mm. and when i say brokenness i'm referring to i have finally reached a point in my life in my walk with christ um I, i was going back and forth back and forth back and forth back and forth you know i'm i'm serving i'm going to church i'm I'm doing what looks good, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. was my soul good? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Was my yeah. emotional state good? I was yeah. doing all the things that looked good, but I still was not delivered, Yeah, if that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And it took me to getting to that point of brokenness or that point of full vulnerability where I had to call out on the name of God and God mm-hmm. had to literally bring back to mind the visions he had spoke years ago. Do you remember mm-hmm. when I told you this about yourself? Do you remember when I spoke this to you? Mm-hmm. You know, I know what you're going through right now does not seem like you'll ever overcome it, but you must understand that even in the midst of this season, you're going mm-hmm. to overcome this, you know, yeah. because I've already know what I put inside of you. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully I answered the question. But yeah. Girl, answered. <laughs> like you started preaching, which I, I'm always good down for a good <laughs> sermon. Um, that is so powerful. Oh my goodness. Where do I even 
even begin this idea that you talked about of God, when he speaks to you about you, he speaks to you about the you that he has known before you were even formed in your mother's womb. And so if it feels like it's not you and if it feels like it's like too big for you and like, how am I going to be that? He's like, trust me, I made you. So I know you and he can't speak to you as if where you are is where he made you to be no he speaks to you as who he's calling you into right the fullness of who he created you to be that is so powerful and so beautiful and I think it's like encouraging as well that God can like God saw you as you were and at the same time he saw who he called you to be and he didn't the the business of evolving and becoming who you were supposed to be he did yeah. it wasn't like that weight was on your shoulders he's like i see how this plays out and yeah. i'm calling you to trust me enough to to know that like if you if you put your hope in me and you're you're trusting me and if you're broken enough to let me in like i will do the transforming like i will bring you out into who i've created you to be and yeah that is such a powerful thing and you talked about this idea of brokenness and sometimes I think about that as like an idea of coming to the end of myself right exactly. like I come to the end of like you know what it can't be me I can't be the yeah. answer <laughs> and neither can like other people like it can't be that I'm going to figure this out on my own I'm going to heal myself on my own I'm going to experience my breakthrough on my own it has to be that there's something bigger than me and I am not enough for me so let me kind of go to what I was designed for what I was created for um and exactly and that's amazing and I I love your story as well like as you're sharing it sorry I just have a lot of points because it's It's like when God called you, he didn't just call you. He called you to transformation and to healing, but not just for you as well. Like the, the grace upon of God upon your life. Like it's, it's for you and it's through you like to the world. And like, that's this idea of light in a way, like the, a feature of light is that it, it spreads, it shines. It doesn't contain itself in itself it it has rays it expands and it impacts the world around it and so I guess just just thinking about that like I want to ask a question that's kind of in two parts was there anyone or any people um in your life like maybe growing up or anything like that that you kind of saw or were able to maybe experience their light or their um just something about them right (laughs) that was god-given that influenced you or planted a seed in in you and i'll just ask that question (laughs) for now that is such a beautiful question um is it okay if i touch on something really quickly yes of course Uh, and, and this is about um the rejection yeah, um, because I, feel like I briefly um, skipped over it, um, and the Holy Spirit was telling me that for me it was parental rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was you know not having or the absence of my biological father in my life. 
Yeah. But the Holy Spirit was ministering to me. He let me know that rejection comes in many different forms. Yes. Rejection and abandonment, those type of spirits yes. come in many different forms. They don't mm-hmm. just come through, you know, your guardians. Yeah. They can come through friends. They can come through family. They can yeah. come through strangers. Yeah. Spirits, they can come through anybody. But True. certain spirits are a little bit more hard to read. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I mm-hmm. think for me, the spirit of rejection was a little bit harder for me to read. And mm-hmm. I think God had to really take me to the depths and allow me to see the the reason as to why the spirit had initially even attached itself. So yeah. I think my whole point of speaking about it is just even before we get into the light, I, even before I got into the light, I had to acknowledge the hurt that was leading to the darkness in my life, if that makes Mm. sense. And a lot of people, they want to reach God, but it's so hard for you to reach God if you have not had that transparent moment with him. Yeah. And a lot of people, sometimes we run away from that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to acknowledge my pain. I don't want to acknowledge the things that hurt me the most. I don't want to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. I understand I'm successful now. I understand that season has passed now. Because mm-hmm. there does come a time where it, it's, it, it could be years ago, yeah. but I know several people in my life that have, it, it's, it's sad, but I, I see the ways in which spirits have continued to follow them because of the simple fact that they have not been all the way delivered because it's yeah. hard for them to walk in their truth. Yeah, It's hard for some people because it hurts and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something that God had to show me. So, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that really quickly. Yeah, yeah. wait, hold on. Let's stay there. <laughs> because I think, you know, we pray for the Spirit to guide us, and I think he is. Like, that is a powerful idea. And I think it's interesting how you are talking about it in terms of a spirit. And this, it goes back to something, or or different spirits. It goes back to something that I've been thinking about recently. Um, just as I've um, watched different sermons and have had conversations with different friends. And that's this idea of, of truth versus deception and of what gets planted in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits. Um, at such a young age, you talked about something being rooted, right? And before we even know, right, that, what is happening what we're experiencing does not align with the truth of who God us who God has called us to be before we even know that the rejection and the hurt and the pain and frustration that we're experiencing doesn't have to define us it's presented to us so early that before yeah. we can like it's like before I can even remember knowing what was true um my mind and and my spirit was exposed to the lie and I think that that's a a really it's a really interesting concept because then in order to unearth that and uproot that it takes a special kind of divine revelation like if I don't have a reference point for what where I'm supposed to go like how can I even recognize like the depths of my brokenness and like what what if all I've seen is darkness like how can I even invite in the light right if the darkness looks more appealing and familiar to me and so I think this idea of like folks experiencing rejection in different ways is so powerful and that's what yep that's what the Holy Spirit was putting on my heart as you were talking um 
it's so powerful because something like rejection, what it does is it deprives us of a human need, right? Um, Jackie Hill Perry talks about like, as humans, we're inherently needy, right? We, we were created that way. We were created with desires and, and needs and think we, our desire to be validated, our desire to be um, fulfilled and, and to be considered worthy, our desire to be affirmed. Those are not foreign things. Those are not unnatural things. They're, they're normal. But what the enemy does and what like you were talking about these these spirits that are not of God, what happens is that those natural um, um, God-given desires that we have from when we were born get distorted, right? And and get um, perverted and then fulfilled in um, ungodly, untruthful, deceptive ways. And we carry that and we walk that out and then there it becomes like i am the the absence of this thing like i identify with what i didn't have my whole life and that starts to shape how i live out and walk out life and then that goes back to your point of saying like until i'm able to see that and be free from that right until i'm able to do the hard work of saying like you know what this is where it hurts this yeah. is where i had that need that was unmet and i wasn't i wasn't wrong for being a child that wanted to be loved i wasn't wrong for being hurt by the rejection that i experienced um but the internalization of that manifested in my life in ways that were even more detrimental to me and yeah. until we can have the humility right and the grace of god to acknowledge that accept that and be like oh, i <laughs> I can't get free on my own. Like yeah. that is when, okay, then the work can start to begin, that the light can start to shine, then we can start to create space, uproot all that stuff that's just not true to create space for what God would like to deposit and the kind of environment, right? The kind of fertile ground that he wants to cultivate to grow the the, the fruit and, and the the reality of the life that he's actually called us to live. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what, Amen. yes, that's what I was thinking when you were, were talking about, about rejection. Yeah. And I think people honestly, um, I think, and honestly, it's really turning into like a conversation, like you were saying, it's just, honestly, I'm just, girl, whatever. Yeah, this, <laughs> There's I'm lots of thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I, and cause as you're talking, it's like the Holy Spirit is steady minister and he's steady talking to me about stuff and. Like you were saying, I, I definitely think people get comfortable in that space. I think mm. people get comfortable um, with the lie. I think people get comfortable with the deception. I think it's yeah. easy to walk hand in hand with um, mm. not. I don't even want to say the enemy. Yeah. But sometimes that's what it is. You get yeah. comfortable with the broken areas, or you get comfortable with the way that things used to be. Yeah. Not realizing the simple fact that Jesus came and died on the cross for you. Yeah. Jesus came to deliver you. Jesus yeah. came to set you free. Jesus came to give you liberation. Mm. And I yeah. think sometimes, even for me, being stuck in that mindset 
I didn't understand the simple fact that there was a deliverer. I had heard of Jesus. I had grew up in a Christian household. But what does it genuinely look like to be delivered by Christ? What what does that look like? How does that feel like? You know? And so I think for a lot of times I begin to kind of associate I didn't understand love mm. for me I think it was a struggle and I talk about this in um her story his truth my blog mm. I talk about it a lot I talk about the love of God because it's so transformative but mm. for a minute in my life for a long time and I believe it it rooted from my childhood like how we were speaking mm. about but just that that broken depiction of love that that broken mm. conception or that broken view of love mm-hmm. and God is love. And it's mm-hmm. almost as if, like you said, the enemy tried to taint my view of love. Yeah, This is what love is. This is how you should receive it. This is how you should give it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. And oftentimes people define love in so many different ways. Yeah. Because, you know, our, our soul is, God knows exactly what we need. He yep. knows the ways in which we we give love. He knows the ways yes. in which we receive love. Yes. But oftentimes we as people, we are constantly trying to define what is love. Mm. What does that look like in my relationships? I'm looking for it. Is my is my husband, is my significant other meeting these specific standards? Mm. Is are my friends meeting these specific standards of love that I perceive for them to be? Mm. But then I realized the simple fact that love is ever evolving it is ever changing but also god is the same yesterday today and forever amen so even though i was i I was constantly trying to understand god's love Mm. it's like god had already figured me out if that makes sense and all i needed to do was submit to his love you know yeah and now it's like god has allowed my view of love to just be completely redefined and i'm like jesus really this is how you (laughs) think This is yes. how you mean it. And yes. now that I understand your love, I can receive it. Yes. It's not something foreign to me anymore. Yes. Now yes. that you've helped me to get to the root of this hurt yeah. and you've covered it up with your love and you've delivered me and you've set me free. Yes. You've relinquished and removed the, the spirits that was holding me bound. Yes. And now I receive your love, Jesus. Yeah. And I think that equates back to light. You asked me the question earlier. Yes. Okay. Look at you full circle. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's when love comes into play. You know what I mean? Just, Mm -hmm. Just being that love of God. And I think since all of us are constantly trying to figure out what love is it's hard to perceive what the light is Mm. you know what i mean even in the church nowadays that's why so many people have become church hurt they've been so broken because it's like i thought love was gonna look this way but love turns out to look completely different therefore i have to depart from it now yeah but in reality you have every ability to be able to ask god what love genuinely is Mm. and i feel like that's what journey i've been on Throughout mm. this transition, throughout this trusting God throughout the transition, yes. I've been mm. on this journey of constantly understanding love and mm. allowing God to just minister to me. Amen. God is good. God is good. Wait, God is so good. Um, that is that is powerful, right? Because there are what we there is what we perceive as the truth. There is what we believe. And then there's actually what the truth is. It's not just yeah. your truth or my truth. Like there is a truth established before the foundations of the earth that God has um, 
he holds it within himself and if we can come into alignment with what that is the truth of what love is it's powerful how that can um transform our minds our experience our ability to see god see ourselves and see others and so i'm curious what are some of the things that you have had to unlearn and that you are currently learning in these in this season of trusting god through the transitions about love and just the different ways that that shows up. And if you wouldn't mind, like if this is part of your story, right? If you can hit as well on what the love of God does for your ability to love yourself. um, And if if that resonates with you at at all, then I would love to hear about that, but just generally, like, what are you unlearning and then um, now learning the truth of when it comes to love and when it comes to just your journey? With God, of course, of course. Um, That is CGD's questions, I'm telling you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, and it brings me back to my start always, but I think a moment in time when I really, really experienced God's love. Um, and I speak about college a lot because that's where God yeah. was. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm constantly chasing you down. <laughs> that is the start yeah. of love. I'm constantly in pursuit of you. Yeah. I'm constantly coming after you. Yeah. Whether you perceive it or not, I'm constantly on my way to make sure you're okay. But I had that encounter when I was in college and the Holy Spirit had spoke to me specifically. I was I was dealing with a lot of things. I had come mm. to the realization. I, you remember the root I was telling you about? I was mm. hurt. And I remember crying in my dorm room a lot because of, you know, my biological father and stuff like that. And just father figures overall in general. I had felt so broke. I had felt so hurt from it. Mm. I'm like, God, how could this be, you know? But as I was in that process, I'm just journaling, writing stuff down. You know, I'm mm. going through this healing process. Yeah. And God specifically spoke to me. Um, I had um, come in contact with a Christian ministry on campus. And I had met this young woman. Um, I feel like I can say her name. I met this young woman. Her name was Sydney. Um, (laughs) I think I know her. That's crazy. (laughs) She is so beautiful. Um, But I met Sydney and uh, she was just the president of this uh, impact, the impact movement. That's the organization. Um, She was the president at the time. And God had, Tell me to text her one morning because mm. I was already going to the meetings. But he said, text her. He was like, text her and ask her, can you go to church with her? And remind mm. you, at the time I was going to another church, mm. but God said, go to her church. So I'm like, okay, okay. let's do it. Yeah. This is this is a blind act of obedience. This yep. is, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I ended up going. I texted her like the morning of, and she was she was ready. She came to pick me up, and um, I ended up going to the church. And it wasn't that time, but... A few times after that, I started going and it was one specific time I ended up going and it's like the whole worship was dedicated to me. Mm. That sounds so weird, but (laughs) y'all, God's love is amazing, Mm. but it, y'all, when I tell y'all the place, the room was filled with so many people. And I'm short. I'm five <laughs> one. <laughs> I am little. You cannot see me in a crowd if people are sitting for <laughs> me. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was, I just remember these tall figures over me is what I'm trying to say, what I'm communicating. Yeah. It was so many people standing up. So many people in the presence of God just allowing his worship to flow during that time. Yeah. And remind you, it was one song after another. They constantly kept singing songs. And usually they stopped at almost like, four songs yeah but at this time it's almost as if the pastor walked on stage and he was like 
I don't know what it is. He was like, but somebody in here is dealing with the rejection of their father. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I cannot move until you get exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, God, Mm. Are you really this specific right now? Mm. The Holy Spirit was just as specific. Mm. The Holy Spirit, his love was just that real. Mm. Your heart is crying out to me. Mm. Your words are not saying anything. You are not speaking anything to people, but your heart is crying out. Mm. Therefore, I need you to go to this specific location and I need you to meet me there. Mm. Oftentimes, I feel like some of us miss our appointment with God. Mm. I could have easily neglected and walked away from that moment. Mm -hmm. But God had an appointment for me. I had an appointment with love. Mm. I had an appointment. Yeah. And God met me at that time. Mm. And my soul began to break. God began to minister to me on levels that I never would have received. Yeah. I felt God before. Mm. But it's nothing like his overwhelming love coming yeah. to meet your needs. Yeah. You know? Mm. And so the things that I'm learning and unlearning during this this revelation of love. Yeah. I, I believe that love is always chasing after you. Mm. That love does not get tired. I thought yeah. love did. Mm-mm. Love is even and it, it takes me back to Romans 8 28. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just Romans 8 overall in general. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Yeah. And it's crazy because I think for a moment I always perceived since I was always trying to define it, I didn't I didn't understand the ways in which God would save me. He was trying to save me, but just going back to First Corinthians 13 and 4. Um, mm. y'all I got on my wall. You it's <laughs> I'm gonna read it to y'all if y'all are okay with that. Yeah. So it's love is patient, love is Mm -hmm. kind. It is it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. And I think those are all the things that I'm learning with love. I'm not going to lie and say I have it all figured out because, mm-hmm. no, man, it's so much that I'm learning. Yes. When you figure out God's love, that's when love also puts you to the test. That's what I'm realizing about love, too. Yes. You know my love, now it's time to apply it. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, yes. but I'm, I'm learning. Love yes. is, it, it does not also like everything that was mentioned. It doesn't seek its own way. It is certain mm-hmm. things that was even inside of me. And I feel like I could just be transparent. It's mm-hmm. easy for us to talk about the ways in which God has delivered us. But I honestly, even for me, I think sometimes we struggle with the things that, that are actually inside of us. What does yeah. your heart look like? Yeah. What does your heart look like? Yeah. Ooh, you know, who I are you genuinely? Yes. Who are you? Yeah. When nobody is around, when yeah. nobody is watching. Yeah. What is pouring out of your heart? Yeah. And God has to address those things. Yeah. God is still addressing things. Yeah. Because I'm going from glory to glory. Amen. God is constantly evolving and changing. Yeah. But it's, I've come to the realization that in order for me to grow constantly in the love of God, I have to be yeah. continuously humbled. Mm. I'm humbling myself before you, Jesus. Yes. I have to 
remove the simple fact that I know it all. Girl, you don't. No. There is a creator. There is a father above yes. all. And Amen. I think that even goes back to my story. There are so many times when I wanted to write my own story. And hopefully I'm not mm. talking too much, CJ. No, girl. Um, <laughs> this is about you. This is perfect. I'm listening. I'm learning. So keep going. Amen. There were so many times, even like in my story, where I'm just like, Jesus. <laughs> I can write my own story mm-hmm. before I had come to that revelation. I can write it. And sometimes we don't even say it like that. Sometimes yeah. it's through our actions. When God yeah. is calling you and you act like you didn't hear him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Certain moments where you're somebody's inviting you to ministry. Somebody's inviting you to church. Somebody is inviting you to prayer. Somebody is inviting you. And it's like, I'm steady pushing away. I'm steady pulling away you know what I mean but it's through those moments where I was I decided to just be disobedient and this is something this was another just pivotal point like just you know my last relationship and everything God had to literally pull me out Mm. pull me out you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I had to reach that point of God I need you and I need you only yeah you know, but it, it's certain times where God has spoke to me and he was telling me what he wanted from me during those times. And I'm like, God, no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm going to yeah. do what I want to do. I'm yeah. just being real with y'all. Yeah, yeah I am such a, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm like a fighter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to see for myself. <laughs> and God has literally had to humble me in that area because I've, gave, yeah. I've given you that gift of fighting, but use wisdom and know what to fight and who to fight against. I'm your yeah. father, not your enemy, mm, you know? And God okay. had to teach you that. Yeah. But I thought I was going to write my own story. And Jesus yeah. was like, no, we're going to try this again. Yes. Yeah, we tried it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I really love what you're saying because what you are presenting us with is um, a truth and a reality and experience that is complex and yet very simple, right? The love of God is, it's, it's there, it's available, it's overflowing, it's abundant. And it, like you said, it's chasing after you, right? It is the, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, right? And it was established, right? From the foundation of the world and like brought into, um, a a place where we could receive it so freely because Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and rose again on the third day. Amen. Yes. Gospel. Good news. Right. And I am living in a world and a reality where I don't see the full picture and where my life is complex and complicated oftentimes because I make it so like, like you're talking about, like we have free will we have decisions and choices to make and so it the, we we can't complicate the simple and good and true love that God comes for us um, or, or gives to us, but we can um, complicate how that love shows up in our life and how it walks out because like we make choices and decisions to like do what we want to do and not obey. And sometimes like we heard what God said, but we don't know what he means. So we kind of go about our own business the way it makes sense in our heads and it, it doesn't always like play out the way that it should. But I just love that story and that testimony that you told about going to the church and um, God 
customizing a whole service to what you needed in a moment and the deliverance that that you wanted to seek and it's not like you you knew that was going to happen it's not like you could have predicted or anticipated it but but there was a desire in your heart right and god like you said like knew exactly what you needed and met you at the point of that need and i just think that's that's so it's so cool that god cares about us that much and is for us that much to to do something like that and i guess what it makes me think of when it comes to the love of god is that there is a a space and a time and uh, moments that happen in our life like you share that you experience the love of god head on like no denying it like okay I just literally have to surrender. I know this is not me. This could only be God. And then you keep on living, right? You allow the love to impact you and change you. And you're like, yes, right? And then you keep going. And then life, life be life in. You know what I'm life, saying? Life <laughs> and you make certain decisions and that experience, the um how how visceral and intangible it is in that moment like maybe it doesn't fade but it's not like your present reality every second of every day because it was an experience at a time informs how you see yourself how you see god but there's also other things other inputs right other stimulus into your life into your mind and it gets to a place where the experience of one moment doesn't sustain your entire journey forever there needs to be continual encounter and continual development of a lifestyle like you're saying that a lifestyle that like works I heard this sermon once and it's been ministering to me for like two years but like a lifestyle that works um in in tandem with the experience that you've had of where you do humble yourself and you do lay down and surrender to um what god would have you to do when you do obey and you follow up that love with a response of love right (laughs) which is like um obedience to god and 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 trust that his ways are better than your ways and his thoughts are better than your thoughts and i think that that it can it can get complex right um but but it's also like simple at the same time it's like if I allow myself to believe that God is for me to believe that the love that I experience cannot change has not changed will not change and I allow myself to live like that truth that I know is a reality that is consistent then I will continue to walk out the manifestation of that love in my life and in my experiences and in everything we do at the end of the day it's not that easy <laughs> because we want what we want and sometimes god be talking about like that don't make no sense god and also like yeah you know like i'm only human there's only so much i can resist there's only so much that this thing is looking good and you're telling me that's not it it looks like it sir what's what's really good <laughs> what are you um, really saying oh my yes. god and so like that is i don't know that's just so interesting to me um if you if you don't mind sharing like what does that process like look like for you i think that it's hard right because when you are when your life is set up in such a way that you are known and you know yourself and others know you and you have your ministry and you are 
um, you, you mentioned being um, vice president um, of a ministry as well. And she in theology school. Listen, girl <laughs> is really on the path of the Lord. Amen. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is something that. <laughs> and working. I said, and Jesus. working. Full time. Jesus. Now, God, this a lot. <laughs> and doing all of these things and like, you know, to the outsider, right, who is not intimately aware, like you said, of all the contours and the conditions of your heart, it might look like, well, everything is figured out. Yeah, I'm a child of God, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. You can't tell me nothing about myself that God has not already revealed. Amen. But it's so much more complicated than that. And so with all of your responsibility and all of the ministry that God has called you to, like, what does that like practically look like for you to like, be in a place where you are healing and being healed. You know what I'm saying? Like you are growing and learning and figuring things out and not perfect, but you are just trying to stay faithful to what God has called you and would have you to do with all of the it can be pressure in a sense to live up to some ideal of what, you know, people say it's supposed to look like for you to be following the path of God. And like, what is that experience like for you? Cause I mean, just transparently for me, sometimes I feel like, yo, I, I have committed myself to something that I can't live up to. Like, like when I do sin, like when I do fall, like when I'm like doing the whole light point podcast and in my prayer closet, I have to be like, no God, like, I'm so sorry. Like my heart is desperately wicked. And like, it's literally by your grace that I'm here and I don't have it all figured out and just like humble myself. It can be challenging. It can be hard. So like, I know that's true for me. I just want to know if like you can speak to that in any way and what that dynamic look like looks like for you. Of course. Um, see, y'all love the questions. I always say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That is such a beautiful question. It honestly just being completely transparent. Mm-hmm. Everything that God has done in this season of my life. Mm-hmm. Have to take a pause. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the ways in which God has moved. Mm. The ways in which I oh Jesus, I'm trying to just okay. Lord Jesus. Okay. Um, not even just in my life. Mm. <sighs> Jesus. But it's certain prayers, certain things I had asked God for years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember weeping. I remember crying about it. I remember God speaking and telling me how things would be. But it's been completely different now that I'm here. Mm. Now that I've reached that promised land, Mm. you know, Mm. when you get to that point of is I don't think it's no perfect point, nothing at mm. all. And that's something that I definitely want to reiterate because for me, I, I used to be a perfectionist and I think it's something that God is still breaking out of me. It's a certain yeah. way that I need my life to be. It's a certain way that I need it to look. Yeah. And I think God is is, is steady breaking that down, yeah. destroy it, mm. you know? 
because I know that you perceive life to be one way, but this is how I need it to be for you, you know? Yeah. But I think how I'm grasping everything in this season, honestly, I can be nothing but grateful for what God has done. Yeah. I, it's certain moments where I'm not going to lie. I feel like the enemy tries to discourage me mm-hmm. because now that I've, 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 now that I feel like I've gone to a, a different level or now that I've entered into the promise saying, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's almost as if the enemy, he starts throwing different darts mm. you know when you think yeah, <laughs> you have mastered some things and yeah. you it's it's like god is steady teaching me yeah basically what i'm saying i feel like no matter where i'm at no matter what doors god has opened no matter what doors god has closed mm. i feel like i'm always in a season of god constantly humbling me yeah. I feel like God is steady, go lower, surrender, surrender, mm-hmm. surrender. Mm-hmm. I thought I had reached that full level of surrendering. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's you can always go deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what this season is looking like for me. Yeah. I feel like that's how I'm managing. I don't I don't know. I feel like yeah. everything I'm be I don't know. I have no idea. I literally yeah. wake up some days like what just happened? <laughs> what yes. <laughs> Jesus you did yes. what mm-hmm. you know what I mean I'm mm-hmm. like okay that's cool all right well you know mm-hmm. but it's it's like a shift in mindset too yeah. I remember a few months back when the transition started to really happen and um God started speaking to me and I was sleeping and the Holy Spirit was like elevate and I was mm-hmm. like Jesus, I'm baby, I'm resting, I'm sleeping. <laughs> God said, elevate. I said, Jesus, you are. What are you asking for me? <laughs> you me be asking, Jesus, you need to calm down. And I you think it's okay. To, you gotta have that. I, me and my father are here. When I'm feeling, I'm like, Jesus, come on, we gotta talk about this. Yes, you know, he'll probably be like, yes, you still got this. <laughs> like that don't make no sense for real. <laughs> but I think. It took a mental transition as well yeah. mm-hmm. to do everything that God is just requiring with yeah. the healing, with the wholeness, with the yeah. deliverance, with the constant humility, with everything. Yeah. It's taking a different mindset. Yeah. And I think I was in an old mindset. And and honestly, I'm always reminded of the Israelites. I'm always constantly mm-hmm. reminded of Moses. I'm constantly always reminded of Joshua mm-hmm. when they were going through the wilderness. You see what I'm saying? When they were go- being delivered from Egypt. And God had to literally minister to me about that. Like these people, it was hard. They kept complaining and murmuring because of their mindset. Mm. Your mindset. I'm trying to take you to this new place. I've literally delivered you. You are mm. no longer in bondage. You're transitioning. That's where you are. Mm. You're not in that broken season anymore. You're not in the. You're not in captivity. Yeah. I'm transitioning you. Yeah. And that's what the 40 years is transition. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like during that transition time, they kept complaining, yeah. and I had to find myself I had to realize I had to open up my eyes God had to speak elevate Mm -hmm. because if you don't you're going to miss out on what I'm doing you're in a new area you're in a completely new environment it's certain things in your life that I have transitioned for you it's certain prayers that I have answered for you yeah but I need you to leave behind what was behind and transition I need you to elevate so thank you Holy Spirit it's a day by day thing you have, yeah, you have nice. no idea, Rajane. So 
like Holy Spirit is re- okay. Sometimes, see, this is what he be doing. He be <laughs> every time he gets me every time, and I'm surprised every time. Like he doesn't do what he does. Okay, let me yeah. let me make it make sense. I'm sorry, but like literally, what you just said just spoke a whole word that I'm gonna have to go back and listen to because what you talked about with the Israelites and. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. I've literally been studying um, Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19, where it talks about like that, that, that chapter talks about, um, okay, God did all of this uh, in, in the wilderness and he, he, you know, brought them out of Egypt and all of this. But th- then God says, forget all that. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? And it's literally like a word that God has been like, like me and God have been like face to face, like pulling out whatever he has for me in this word. And I've been praying about it and praying about it. And literally Holy Spirit just used what you just said to bring about like a revelation that, oh my goodness, like just thank you so much <laughs> for like allowing God to speak through you. And the revelation is just of this reality that your mind cannot be so fixed even of the of on the miracles of a past season praise god hallelujah like he brought you through something but he's doing something now like the word of god the power of god the 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 perfection of god is doing something here and now and if you don't bring your mind out of what was, even if what was, was, was good for you and to you into what yeah. is here. And now, like you said, you'll miss it. You're and miss it. that's so, that's so detrimental because yeah. like you even said earlier, God is not calling you to where you are now. He's calling you to the reality of you that he sees that he created in the future. And so you have to look at what he's doing now because it's about where he's taking you to and what he's doing in the present, not just yeah. what he's done before. But that's a mindset shift. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like like, yeah. like you were saying, like that, the, wow, yeah, that just ministered to me because, I mean, mm-hmm. let me just be honest for a second. Like there is so much too. like, I feel like we're similar in so many ways. There's so much that is going on, yeah. right? And so much that, um, you know, with with the whole thing of feeling a call, right? Feeling God tugging on your heart to put something out there, create something that blesses yeah. people, that impacts people. Okay, God, cool. But I also have a full-time job, but you also need me to learn, right? And really gain understanding and wisdom and knowledge in a very specific way. So you have me in theology school. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I'm in training, Jesus. I'm in training and it's... It's a lot and like it's easy to crave the times that were maybe simpler or maybe where things made more sense and maybe it wasn't as overwhelming, Um, especially when you can't see the full picture of what is going to come about on the other side of the transition. You know what I mean? Um, But if you can just say, go go ahead. ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say like, I think what the mindset shift looks like, and this is such a powerful revelation, is that I am not fixed on a moment in time where God did something. I am fixed of 
I'm, my mind, my heart, my eyes are fixed on the God that did that thing, right? And so as God is continuing to move, I don't get stuck in what he did yeah. in another season, even if it was good, even if I didn't understand it completely. I'm not, I'm not getting stuck there because that's not what has my attention. I'm not idolizing a moment or an experience or a revelation in a certain season. I have my God. And because my eyes are on my God, I'm able to see what he's doing here and now in this place, right? Like I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? The only way I cannot perceive it is if my back is turned, looking back at what happened before and not looking ahead to the God that is a pillar of fire, the pillar, the, the cloud, right? The pillar of cloud, like before me, guiding me, leading me here now in this moment, like the Israelites, right? And so I can't have a, a mentality that is stuck in a time where, when God was good, because he is good here and now in this place okay yeah. i'm gonna stop but this is literally blowing my mind it's so good <laughs> god is too good and as you were speaking he was just reminding me too like they were they were so fixed on you know that transition that broke it but they were so fixed on what was mm. that they would have never perceived the things that god was doing just like you were saying yeah they the, oh, what am I trying to say? You know how when you kept God at excellence, when you yeah. kept God at a certain point, yes. I just perceived that God just delivered me. That's good mm. enough for me. Listen, Look, I didn't even think that could happen. happen. Hallelujah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's the truth. Some people stop at just deliverance. Yeah. I'm mm. not, I don't just want to deliver you out of bondage. Yeah. I don't just want to mm. free you from fear. I don't just want to free you from the lack of identity. I don't just want to refer free you from rejection. Mm. I'm looking to give you a new life. Mm. And that's what the Israelites failed to perceive. Yeah. You, yeah. you only grasped and you only lived in the moment of my deliverance, mm. but you never received the new life. Mm. Joshua and some of the other ones got the opportunity to receive this yeah. new life. Mm. But some of us, it's like, and I think even for me, as I'm speaking, as God as not me, as God is speaking, yeah. I'm realizing the simple fact that for so long, even now as I'm speaking, I I'm like deliverance is good enough. Mm. I don't have to deal with that so no yeah. more. I've been I, delivered from rejection. I've been delivered from abandonment. God has answered certain prayers with my family and my yeah. life is just certain things that God has done that's good enough. Yeah. God is like, uh, 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 uh. Mm. I'm not done. But elevate, increase elevate. your expectations. <laughs> I love it. Hallelujah. <laughs> and it brought me to the scripture. When you speak, it's so funny because God had me to write the scripture down before, like, yes. I call. And it's uh, 1 Corinthians 2 9 through 10. So this is the Holy Spirit. He said, But as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Yes. That is crazy. Yes. God is doing such a new thing. Yes. He's doing such Ooh. a new thing. And I don't think. It's, it's not going to take God long at all. When it came to deliverance, when it came to the word, when it came to freedom and bondage, God spoke a word and it was done. Yes. It's like I had been in ah. I had been in bondage for years. I don't know. It became my defining point. This is who you are. Mm. Suddenly, 
Mm. I need you to lift. Mm. Suddenly, the word mm. of God, I need you. I need you to give my daughter up. I need you to set mm. her free. Mm. She is my child. Give her mm. over to me. She belongs mm. to me. Mm. And that's yeah. what God is doing for many of his children. It does not take long. Mm-mm. And we get so used to the hurt. You get so used mm. to the pain. That when yeah. deliverance finally comes, yeah. you actually really receive it. Mm. God is good, but he's doing a new thing in this season. Mm-hmm. And I hope that none of us miss it. God is too yeah. good. Mm. I, gotta, I just get so passionate. I look. I get passionate. God is yes. good. Oh, my goodness. I could talk to you forever. Listen. No, for real. <laughs> Because there's actually so much more. There's actually so much more. Okay. This all it means is just gonna have to be gonna have to come back for part two. That's what it means. Uh, (laughs) Because the way this is blessing me, and like there is just the 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 Holy Spirit in you is so tangible and it feels like um Sarah Jakes Robert gave this gave this cool analogy one time where like the thing right that is in you that God has called you to to bring into this world to give life to right the thing that you are birthing in the world the purpose that you have been given it like what what happened with 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 Mary and Elizabeth like the thing that I am carrying in me is like calling to the thing that you are carrying in you and the thing that you are carrying in you is calling it to the is, thing that I am is. carrying in me and it's getting me excited. that thing is jumping for joy you know what I'm saying like it is so it is so powerful it is yeah. so powerful and I'm grateful to God because it's not all the time that you can it's not all the time that that happens there has to be a certain kind of divine alignment that that happens but what you are saying i really believe is going to bless so many people shoot it's blessing me right so it's it's already fulfilled part of what god has it to do but i think it's going to bless so many people to realize that hey the point of your salvation wasn't the end it was the beginning the point of your deliverance wasn't the end it was the beginning you entered into something that got an infinite god you think you can search the depths of him no he has the infinite possibilities of where he wants to take you, of what he wants to do in your life. That is, that is a hopeful message. That is a beautiful message. And like, I'm always going to bring it back, but that is a message that is why like the light point is so significant to me. And it's, it's, it's bigger than me and, and not about me. It's about getting this message out to the world because what, what happens is that we get to a place where we get a glimpse of the light right we get to a point in time where like oh I can see a little bit not knowing that there is is so much greater revelation there is so much greater illumination if you realize that that the point in which you encounter God is not the point in which you stay there's many points right the the light point is the beginning of something not the end of something right and so if you just continue to press in like there is so much more that God wants to do but it's not just like if you think that it everything starts and stops with you and your me and my relationship with God and what God can do for me then you miss it you miss completely the 
the infinite possibilities of how God wants to work in us and through us, right? But when you realize that it's so much bigger than you, then your expectation starts to be different, right? Because you start to get like the heart of God, going back to that idea of love, like the love of God to you become so real that you realize like no this is possible oh everybody gotta hear about that like y'all come come and see it's not just about me like this thing has a potential to be so much greater than me to elevate me to levels that I can't imagine but also to elevate the people of God right me being in the image of God but us as humanity being the image of God have the ability to experience what it's like when it's on earth as it is in heaven and if you if you can see that big <laughs> then like there's no way you're stopping it just good enough you know what i'm saying so that's it's what that's how you inspired me <laughs> you are resonating <laughs> you are resonating with my spirit God, oh, that's so, so good when we think about it um it's so interesting because it started with a story. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, and I think this is the last, you know, however you perceive, but yeah. that's why it's so important to be obedient. Mm. You never know what our obedience can do. Yeah. One story, one testimony, one ways mm. in which God delivered you free. Set it equal because she did this. Mm. It turned into a domino effect. Mm. Now many are testifying about the glory of God and how good he is. Yeah. We just don't want to miss God. He's too good. And mm. I think mm. the last thing I, I will say is that, because yeah. I know you said you're going to leave the girls open for a part two. No, <laughs> <laughs> the girls and the boys, but yes. Community is so important too. Yes. Just like me and you are talking about iron sharpens mm. iron. Me and you are able yes. to feed off of one another. You know, we're yes. able to pull on one another. You're pulling on me as I'm pulling on you. You see yes. what I'm saying? And it's, mm. it's that spiritual, that pull that elevates. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you need people around you that'll help you, that'll help you to get to where God has called for you to be, you know? Yeah. Because if you don't have that, it's hard sometimes. It's hard mm. to journey with Christ. It's hard to do it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times where God will call you to that season of isolation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But community is very, very important. That's just something yeah. I just want to tell people. It's a, it's important. Yeah. When you surround yourself, it self it is imperative. Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, that's such. It's such a powerful thing because God works through people. Like God has always worked through people. God loves us through people. God cares for us through people. God brings about his will in the earth through people. And so for it's it's um it's it's arrogant. It's it's the opposite of humility to think that like we can just kind of muscle our way through this thing like on our own. Like, no, like we need our community and we need the divine community that God has appointed for us to surround ourselves with. So like who he brings in and who he takes away and who's there for a season and who's there for life, like is so important. And then talking to them, something I realized is like some folks got community, but y'all be talking about like random stuff <laughs> and not about like what your heart and soul is crying out for. And like, yes. let's get deeper. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go That's deeper. Good. Let's, let's actually, um, yeah, let's take it there, right? Because it's not just about it's not just about the people. It's like what can happen when we we allow ourselves to like actually 
like be the hands of and feet of Jesus and love on each other in that way. Bringing that earlier. (laughs) Stop. Stop. You You need to stop, Rajanae. Oh it's my god. That's all I'm gonna say. Confirmation. God is Amen. good. God is good. God <laughs> is good. God is good. Oh, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. It was such oh an honor. God. Oh my god. To be on the life point with Miss CG. I love it so much. <laughs> thank you, CG, for the opportunity. Of course. Thank you for literally like blessing me. And like thank you for your obedience. If if people are looking for her truth, his story, where should they go? Where they where can they find out more? Yeah. Um, so in order to be able to access her story, his truth, y'all can her go to my true, website. <laughs> okay, girl. And y'all can go to my website. Y'all can go to my Instagram page, or you can just type in www.herstoryhistruth.com. Yes. Awesome. Well, I was going to reveal some things. God is good. That's how you access it. Thank y'all. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Um, again, it's been truly a blessing and an honor to talk to you, my classmate and my friend. Um, girl, we're gonna get this thing next semester. Listen. Yes. One one day we're gonna do an episode about theology school and oh, we um, have to. that's good. It's gonna be very interesting. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, and I mean you don't see a lot of like black woman um in theology school necessarily and if you do you don't see them like talking about it and making it a thing that other people see as a possibility (laughs) um like even while you're doing other stuff that you're doing um but it's just an act of obedience anyways it's not for everybody (laughs) exactly exactly but yes so Thank you so much. We are going to pray out. I'm literally so overjoyed in my spirit. Um, and mm-hmm. so I want to commit this conversation. I, I believe so deeply that like people are going to be blessed as a result of this. And so I just want to cover our conversation and the work that God is doing like on the other side of the AirPods, on the other side of the screen, into the hands of the Lord that, that like what the conversation that we've had today would go out into the world and really have impact in in folks lives and and begin to um, open up their hearts and their minds to the more right that god that god wants to do and that god has and so oh god thank you right thank you thank you thank you jesus thank you holy spirit because you're just so good and you're so faithful and you're so beautiful and you're so loving, oh God. And you have just in so many ways been better to us than we know how to be to ourselves than we even had the words to ask for, oh God. And I just thank you for this conversation um, this evening that I've had with my sister Rajane. I thank you, oh God, because you have shown up here oh god and through her story and our conversation oh god and 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 your your power and your truth oh god we have been able to discuss real things that gave us both gave us both um a deeper understanding and and 
will by the grace of God go out and bless others oh God we do not take that for granted we do not pretend that that is us oh God we give you all the glory and all the honor oh God we know oh God that you are simply doing in this earth through our conversation and and, and through us that which you have already purposed to do and so I thank you oh God for allowing us to be a part of your plan for allowing us to partner with you oh God thank you Lord because we don't have it all figured out yet and that is okay that's the reality of the story too and the ability to be able to admit that and still say like no but I'm my my story and my experience and what the work the miracle that God is doing is still worthy of sharing even if everything is not perfect thank you oh God because that's a revelation that only comes from you I give you all the glory and all the honor I pray that you would keep us keep us in your will and I pray that you would help us to set our eyes set our sights on you even as you are doing something new in this season don't let us miss it oh God let us perceive it oh God and let us go out into the world and continue to live in the light in Jesus name we pray amen amen Amen. (sighs) thank you thank you Susie again (laughs) I appreciate you. Um, Thank you all, um, everyone who tuned in um, through video or audio, however you are encountering this content. Thank you all for coming um, to, yeah, hear the story of the lovely Rosanae. We've got to talk again. Um, Please um, like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, all that fun stuff. The idea is like as many people um, can receive the truth and hear stories and have the potential to be impacted. We don't know how, but God's going to do it how he's going to do it. Um, that's the goal, right? So we want the message to go out far and wide. So, um, sharing and liking and rating and reviewing really helps. So, um, we appreciate that so much here at the light point. And I love you. I love you, Rajane. I love you so much. I love you. I love your you spirit, too. your smile. Ain't she gorgeous, y'all? Um, it really. Oh my I'm god, like, that girl is beautiful. Wow. Um, <laughs> you are gorgeous, my love. Period. Too beautiful. Listen, amen. Today. Hallelujah. <laughs> um. So yes, I love you. I love all of you that are listening and watching. And yeah, let's go out and live in the light. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>